Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Daily Dose. In Daily Dose, I talk to Namita, bring to you simple yet effective techniques to bring happiness and joy back into your lives. We as human beings are programmed to be happy in our natural state. Being unhappy while it is a part of our life, it's not our natural state. We thus strive to be happy as much as we can. Being unhappy on the other hand naturally puts us under physical and mental stress. I was recollecting a recent rendezvous I had with my school friends. We went to school together 20 years ago. We went out for a casual evening to a lounge to sit and catch up. Because of our higher studies and subsequently our vocations, we had moved out to different cities and were meeting after a gap of roughly 15 years. We ordered some beverages and snacks to go with it. We shared our life experiences of last 15 years one after the other. All of us were chit-chatting and laughing our hearts out. We were really happy. Ah, uh, happy? Did I just say happy? Or uh, were we really happy? Hmm, not really. I would rather say this was joy. Let us say that this is a shorter version of happiness that exists at that moment. We all went back and were reabsorbed in our respective real lives. What happens when we make such moments of joy longer or permanent? That is true happiness. But we cannot be sitting around in a lounge all day long, all year long chatting around with friends, can we? Or um so What can we do really to make us happy? I tried to answer a similar question that my school friend Ritu asked me on that day in the lounge. She said, "I'm miserable. What will make me happy?" When we delve into Ritu's daily life, it was obvious that Ritu was a committed wife, dedicated mother, and a dutiful daughter. She had always lived by her values of sincerity and diligence. She would get up at 6 in the morning every day, prepare meals for the family, send everyone off, get the house cleaned up, watch a little bit of television, receive the kids back from school and prepare the supper, and end her day by wrapping up the kitchen and rest of the house neatly. She barely got 20 to 30 minutes of the me time that she spent on watching a soap on the television usually she felt as if she was on a constant treadmill i asked her what excites you most ritu and she seemed a bit lost so i rephrased my question ritu what has excited you the most or made you happy or uh, i would say totally absorbed and you know what what is it that has made you forget all the worries in your life and ritu recollected the wonderful time she had making old oil paintings on canvas back in the art cottage at school and also when she was in college she used to love making them and reveled in the praise she received when other people saw her paintings She had stopped making these paintings after she had had her first child 10 years ago as she could never get the time. When I delved a bit deeper, it was clear that she did not really relish taking care 
of the house or doing the household chores only, but she did them out of a sense of duty. We all do some tasks in the day as they must be done, even though we may not enjoy them. But this also needs to be balanced with the tasks or events that give us joy, like interacting with our friends, pursuing our hobbies, or could be any other task that gives you happiness. We often sell or trade off small moments of joy for other tasks or chores that seem imminent or very important. Gradually, it becomes a habit and those everyday moments of joy become occasional events of joy. And we keep hoping that one day we will get that elusive time to be happy. (laughs) Well, that never comes like that. We've all learned that happiness comes from within. It is absolutely true. But that internal happiness is dependent on us, nurturing it with external stimuli and the desire to bring it out. And this is exactly what I advise Ritu as well, to keep at least 30 to 45 minutes daily for reviving her painting hobby or anything else that gives her joy. Uninterrupted, 30 to 45 minutes daily. She started working on it diligently. She bought back those 45 minutes of joy by delegating a household chore to an agency. Those 45 minutes of joy daily gradually improved her level of happiness. After around 10 weeks, when she met me again, she was in much better shape. She was quite energetic and ebullient and not feeling dejected or lost at all. Ritu had also planned to have an exhibition of her oil on canvas paintings and was expecting several high net worth buyers for those. Well, I did not follow up on how many paintings she finally sold and for how much, but what I saw was a happy face of Ritu and that was important. We often neglect the fact that our mind and soul deserve nourishment too, just like our body. They need moments of joy and fulfillment to grow. We often neglect them and trade off those moments of joy for other mundane activities of daily life. While those are important as well, it is important for us to think of and create ways in which we can find time for our mind and soul. It is important to let our mind and soul know that we care for them just as we care for our body our family and our friends. This Diwali, do pledge that little time for your mind and soul. Do keep listening and keep sharing. Stay safe, stay positive.